0: everyone, welcome back to the Daily Dose of Tech podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Douglas, and today we'll be talking about online privacy. Um, specifically, I'd like to speak about the new EARN it Act that was introduced on February 12th um, and is being um, overviewed in the Senate and the House right now. So what is the EARN it Act? The EARN it Act claims to be, quote, the bill... Um, The Eliminating Abuse and Rampant Neglect of Interactive Technologies Act of 2019, which is quite the name. Um, In reality, this act states that it will um, protect our children online. It'll protect children from online abuse, which um, I think that's a great thing. I don't think children should be abused online, but I think there are better ways to do it. and in reality, this act is just giving the government a backdoor into anyone's online privacy. Um, the bill would overrule the immunity for companies to have, um, uh, to have online privacy and the ability to say no when the government asks for information on customers. This act that allows companies to say no is known as Section 230, um, which, quote, shields online privacy platforms from being treated as the publishers of information they distribute um, from others, protecting them from most liable liability over content. So that means that YouTube um, is not responsible for maybe a video that um, was considered abuse to children. Uh, YouTube cannot be held responsible. And YouTube is allowed to say no um, if they're asking the information of the user, whether that be their location, their legal name, anything else about them, their email. Um, YouTube is allowed to say no. However, this act would change that and make it so that um, any company would have to say yes without making it public that they said yes, the government could go behind um, anyone's back and get that information secretly so that they could... Theoretically, punish um, the person valuable or <laughs> valuable uh, responsible for um, whatever crime was committed. Now, I'm not saying that criminals shouldn't be held accountable for their actions, but at the cost of everyone else's privacy, I don't think this is the way to do it because um, this gives the government the ability to um, ask for the information of any user on their um, platform without saying why so whether or not that person committed a crime whether the government is trying to investigate that person or thinks they committed a crime without having good reason to um, to put them under custody they can still get that information from the company that's why I think this is a a horrible law that is just masked uh, to look sweet by saying we're protecting your kids online um, some major sites that would be affected by this act are Facebook and Google, which are at risk of being forced to give away information of users, which is a little bit ironic because Google and Facebook already do that, but <laughs> that's a different argument, um, altogether. But the EARNIT Act, um, really creates a false choice between protecting children online and supporting strong encryption policies. As, um, Carl Sabo said, The vice president and general counsel at NetChoice, which is a group that counts Facebook, Google, and Twitter among its members. Um, Which, again, is a little ironic since he works for all those companies that are constantly giving away information. So I wouldn't consider him the most reliable source. But it is true. That is a, a true statement. Um... Even one of the Senators, Ron Wyden, um, he said, This terrible legislation is a Trojan horse to give Attorney General Barr and Donald Trump the power to control online speech and require government access to every aspect of American lives. Now, for the most part, I would agree with Ron Wyden. I don't know if Trump, um, you know, I I don't know Trump personally, I don't know what he would do with this power, but... It is the reality that when somebody has power, it is often abused. Um, and this this is exactly like it. Everyone's online privacy is at jeopardy um, because encryption is just, it, it'll be almost useless at this point if the government um, can just look at anything, whether it's encrypted or not, because the companies are required to give it. This is why I think this should not be voted on ever because online privacy is extremely important to me, and I think it should be important to anyone else who uses the internet. Um, Blumenthal said technology companies need to do better. He said, quote, tech companies have an extraordinary special safeguard against legal liability, which is Section 230. But that unique protection comes with a responsibility, he said. Now this is an interesting statement, um, because at the beginning it sounds like he's supporting um, not voting for the act. But at the end, it sounds like he's saying that companies should still be held responsible for the people who post content onto their platform, which I would totally disagree with. If I own Twitter um, and somebody posts an explicit video or something inappropriate that doesn't meet our guidelines and it's up there for a bit and maybe some child sees it, you know, and that is considered child abuse, I, the owner of Twitter, cannot be held responsible for that because I did not post that content. Um, And yes, the argument could be made that Twitter's filters weren't right and they didn't um, filter it out soon enough, but no filter's going to be perfect. That's just not going to happen. This is why I think parents should be super involved when it comes to the Internet um, for younger children. I don't think it should be the government's job to filter out children's content. It should definitely be on the parents um, as you can see uh, it's just these companies cannot be held responsible that's just crazy if that were to happen then all of these companies would be out of business YouTube couldn't be a thing there's obviously there's a ton of inappropriate content on YouTube their filters are not perfect but they don't have enough staff to constantly be checking every YouTube channel to ever exist and filter out that content Um, I mean, there's constantly false claims on YouTube, there's content that is perfectly fine that gets taken down, and then there's content that's absolutely not okay, especially for kids, that doesn't get taken down. So, YouTube cannot be held accountable, and I think Section 230, or, you know, any other company, Section 230 has to stay, and this Earn It Act would cut out Section 230 and hold these companies responsible, which is just crazy. I can't imagine that. makes no sense. Um, YouTube is a provider of content, but they do not post the content on their site. It's just a place where you can find content, and that's why YouTube should not be held responsible. Or Twitter, or Reddit, or um, anything else. Instagram, Facebook, um, all of that. They cannot be held responsible for the content put on there. But this act says that now they will be held accountable, and the government can go talk to them secretly and they can force those companies to give away users information and not even tell the company why which is um which just gives the government too many chances to do something illegal not right um and it's just a huge invasion of people's privacy um so there's also um that that's clear evidence that the senate doesn't agree on this matter. So of course there there is definitely still hope. Um you know, Senator Ron Wyden, he completely disagrees with it. I'm sure there are people in the senate that think this is a good thing, but I think we really need to look at the details of this. It sounds great, right? It sounds like you know, protecting protecting children online, which I think protecting children online is important. But I once again, I I don't think it should be um, conducted by the government. I feel like that is the parent's responsibility um, or the legal guardian of that person. Um, there's many ways that a tro- uh, a child can have filters on their phone, on their computer, their tablet, whatever. Um, but I don't. That should not be the government's job. And if I were a parent, I still wouldn't believe that that, that is the government's job. Once again, it's just. The government doesn't have your best interests in mind if you're a Christian and you want to filter out certain content that um, is not appropriate for Christians. um, Maybe content with uh, explicit language in it on YouTube. um, You know, the government is not going to consider that, um, abusive children or, you know, whatever, exploitation of children. so really if you want good filtering for children it should be the parent anyways um this is just once again a cover-up that looks sweet um it appeals to parents um and people alike grandparents and um if you don't really look at the details it all sounds great until you realize this is really a backdoor into everyone's privacy um sites that have end-to-end encryption um that are under the fourteen eyes um, the Fourteen Eyes, if you don't know, is a, um, a group of countries or nations that share intelligence, which consists of Denmark, France, the Netherlands, Norway, Canada, New Zealand, the U.K., and the U.S. So these countries um, are allowed to go to any other nation and say, I believe this person committed a crime. I know they use um, this encrypted cloud storage, for example... Uh, mega.nz, that's an end to end encrypted um, cloud storage service. And um, I don't know where it's located off the top of my mind, but if it's located under these 14 eyes, they are still forced to give away users' information. They state, and it is right, that all of the stuff on MegaNz, whether that's your pictures, that's your videos, um, any files that you post up on the cloud storage, is encrypted but mega can still gain access to it and if it's under these fourteen eyes and somebody in one of these nations requests it mega has to give that over without telling even anyone not even the user that they're giving the information from so this is in my opinion a crime i feel like everyone is entitled to online privacy um, it's just a horrible horrible way of secretly getting people's information now there's a lot of people out there who would say, you know, I have nothing to hide. And I can respect that. Um, I can respect that. But there are a lot of people out there who do appreciate their online security. Um, me, I wouldn't say I have anything to hide. But it's, it keeps me at peace knowing that, you know, someone's not spying on me. And, of course, <laughs> you know, Google is always grabbing information. Facebook is always grabbing information there's a lot of measures you could take, like not having an Instagram account, or not having a Facebook account, but, um, you know, for a lot of people, that's just a sacrifice they can't make, um, I'm not going to cut Instagram out of my life just for a little bit of extra privacy, but any way that I can gain privacy without having to sacrifice too much of my daily life, or something that makes my life easier, or entertains me, um, I will take that measure, um, because i appreciate knowing that i'm doing something about keeping my privacy secure um yeah and it's just um it's just this big big thing to make it look like the government really cares about your children and and they want to protect your children not that the government doesn't care about their citizens but that that you know protecting quote unquote child abuse um on the internet is not their not their first goal in mind when they pass this act. It gives them access to anyone's security. It gives them more power. And, um, as any conservative knows, I told you at the beginning of the show, this is not an unbiased show. I'm a conservative and I believe that the government should not be given more and more power. Um, that should be, you know, private, private companies. If, if we really don't think that parents should be filtering the content on the internet for kids, then it should be a private company doing that. Um, whether that's Covenant Eyes getting donations from people to help filter that content. The problem is that the um, the government says with this uh, EARN IT Act that they will filter out content for children and protect them from online abuse. But a lot of things that we think of as online abuse, whether that's... um Explicit content or sites that are not necessarily explicit, but they have a lot of bad people on there. Um, sites like Omegle, which is a site where you can um, get on video chats with random people all around the world. Many of them could be older men or older women. Um, and if your child gets on that site, of course they could be abused. You know, anything could happen. But until that stuff is made illegal, there's nothing the government can really do about it. They can say, Omegle, you know, make your filtering um, better or really enforce that you have to be over the age of 18 to use this site. But once again, um, because it's the internet, Omegle can't make you put in your social security number to prove that you're over the age of 18. Any kid can go on that site, lie about their age, and start video chats with random people online. So once again, I say that It is the parent's responsibility um, until this stuff becomes illegal, until explicit content becomes illegal. And even after that, I think we can all know, we may not want to say it, but this stuff is still going to be around. Um, Whether or not it's illegal, the internet is such a hard place to track down things that this stuff isn't going to go away. Um, The pornography industry is not going to just stop because the government tells it to stop. Um, And the government is not going to be able to filter all that content out. The only way you can be sure that your kids are safe on the Internet is by filtering out yourself. If you have to, you know, don't give them a phone until they're of the age that's appropriate. Um, Make sure the computer is always in a place where someone can see it. Or anything. Use covenant eyes. Cut off all Internet. Just unplug the router after 9. Whatever that is, it should be the parent's job. I don't believe that it should... The government's not going to do a good job, and it's just uh, a sweet cover-up once again uh, to get backdoors into people's privacy. Anyways, on that note, I'd like to just finish up with um, a question that I think a lot of people would appreciate being answered, um, and this is not foolproof or perfect, it's just what I would recommend. So that question is, how do I say, stay safe on the Internet? Whether the bill gets passed or not, so that means if the bill gets passed, how do I try and keep my online security? And if it doesn't, maybe how do I filter some content for my kids or myself or whatever that is? Um, so one thing I always recommend is using a VPN, which is uh, that stands for a virtual private network. If you don't know that, it basically protects your um, your content from being viewed by the government or your ISP, which is your internet service provider, whether that's CenturyLink or or um, Comcast, or whatever it is, um, this, will, this will protect your online privacy. But I recommend that you pick a VPN outside of the 14 eyes. As stated earlier, those, um, those uh, countries and nations um, are forced to give over information. If asked, any company inside of those nations is forced to hand over information, whether it's encrypted or not. So, some VPNs I'd recommend that are outside of the 14 eyes are Surfshark VPN, which I use. It's a great VPN if you're on a budget. You can get two years for $47, and this is not a sponsorship. I've just had some really great experiences with it. Um, and my all time favorite VPN, which I think is the best one out there, is NordVPN. However, it's quite a bit more expensive. It's about $120 for three years, which is still a good deal, but, um, uh, Yeah, it just depends on what you're looking for. NordVPN will have faster services um, and more reliable servers and more servers in general. But if you're just looking for something that you can connect to um, on your phone and just keep that privacy safe, whether you're at a coffee shop or the Internet is not secure, I recommend Surfshark. Um, However, there are a lot of VPNs like Private Internet Access and ExpressVPN that are located in the 14 eyes but are probably a very safe bet because um, they have a no-logs policy, which means that they're not tracking anything you do on the Internet, any sites you visit. um, Neither is NordVPN or Surfshark, but um, uh, they state that they only collect your email address and your name when you sign up for an account. Obviously, they have to collect that so you can have an account. But um, it's just important that um, you you choose a VPN that you trust um, a lot of people say whether it's in the 14 eyes or not doesn't really matter as long as they have a no logs policy but if you want to be safe I recommend Surfshark or NordVPN um, for children once again don't rely on the government to protect your kids from abuse this just won't happen um, parents it is your responsibility to filter content on the internet that you could, um, your kids view so I recommend a service like maybe Covenant Eyes um, that can block sites that might be a bad influence on your kids, m- whether that's YouTube or um, explicit content sites. Um, and uh, despite what it sounds like, this bill really won't protect you on the internet. It's just a sweet cover-up to gain backdoors on people's online privacy. Um, and it's just a total invasion of everyone's rights. Um, and for the people who say, it doesn't matter, I have nothing to hide, I'm not worried about my online privacy, I respect your decision, but... I would like to ask you one question. Um, when it comes to privacy in general, how would you feel if the government was invading your privacy in your house? Um, if they had cameras in your house or they could see what you do on a daily basis? I'm sure to a lot of you that would feel really weird. Um, and to a lot of us that care about online privacy on the internet, that does feel like an invasion of privacy because they see all the sites we view um, and the content we. Um, uh... the content we view so you can still see it from our point um, i respect your decision if you have nothing to hide and you really don't care that's that's totally up to you but you can also see how people who are really um... focused on online privacy like myself who runs linux on my computer which is an open source operating system and i use a vpn whenever i can um, it's just important to me uh... not that i have anything to hide technically but that, um, I would like to keep that information private, um, especially from the government and companies that would spy on me, um, just gives me a peace of mind. Anyways, guys, thanks so much for tuning in, um, I'll see you guys again, I'll talk to you guys again on Friday, and, um, yeah, thanks for tuning in. (laughs) Bye-bye.